last time on Join the Party. Someone planted a bomb under the Rosalind Franklin Bridge. And even in a time loop, we gotta check it out. Kilanova shaped watered folks to safety as Volcani threw the doomsday device into the air and exploded it with fire with the dangerous help of the one-up mushroom. At the same time, Preserver broke off to stop John Paul Schultz. She confronted him in a Circuit City parking lot where John Paul demanded that Preserver steal him $1 million or instigate a clash at the protest in Smoke Break Park. Preserver, instead, uppercutted the N64 out of John Paul's hands, breaking it in half. The loop reset, but this time to 12 a.m. In the early morning, Preserver called everyone to Dr. Morrow's house, including John Paul, who we now know is Level Up, the guy in the black trench coat, to figure out what to do. Level Up admitted that they got the N64, the bomb, the money, and more from a VC guy on the dark web, a.k.a. Gutenberg. But with the N64 broken, how do we get out of the time loop? Well, guess we're stuck there forever. Let's get the party started. Can I throw something out there? Yeah, please. So we're starting this episode. Uh, I need to crash for a few hours before we go visit Des's dad, right? Yes. I want to propose that Dr. Morrow's house is like a boutique hotel where each of the rooms is differently themed. And there's like a little guest book of people who have stayed there before. And so one (laughs) is like a red and black, like gothic, not a murder room, but like a person who likes murder would stay there kind of room. Sure. And one is like a Palm Springs, like very kind of like mid-century modern pastel kind of room. There's like one that is, uh, feel free to jump in here, guys, like a like an ocean escape. No, no, I'm loving your <laughs> No, this is great. Can you DM now? Can we just <laughs> turn it over to you? I, I was just tossing it out there. One of them is like forest themed and like national park and it's all cute. No, oh, I love that. I think that that fits 100% with Dr. Morrow's house. Is one all rabbit themed just want to make sure i can get into that one where it's just all january all the time maybe it's just a regular room and january is like yeah don't make it weird i have a normal room (laughs) this is the january room it's just a regular room i just need really like 200 thread count sheets that's why it's my room no that's 100 percent. so desa said that all of you should go talk to his dad so i think that if you guys want to sleep uh over at dr morrow's yeah pick your room I think Aggie chooses the the library type room. Oh, what does that look like? Books on all the walls. The uh, nightstand is books. The bathroom has books with like library plastic dust jackets so that the books don't get wet. Um, nice. And then there is like a laminate floor with like old pages from like disintegrating books that have been like laid out like tile and then laminate over. Is there like a Beauty and the Beast style sliding ladder? Definitely. Please, Eric. Yes. Mm. I just wanted to check. I think Val picks like a very tiki inspired room. Oh, I love like, that. Like it's dark and there's a lot of wood and it feels like it's someone's like living room in the 70s, but there's a bed there and the bed is round for some reason. And there is a tiki bar in the corner. Absolutely. I think it's big enough for there to be a tiki bar, a bed and a conversation pit. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Mm-hmm. There's a little, like, fire pit. Not a fireplace, just a fire pit. Yeah, there's another pit right there, and it has, like, an electric fire in it. 
For those of you kids who don't know what a conversation pit is, take a, a moment to Google it and be horrified that there was like an indentation in people's houses. I kind of love it. Eric, I kind of love it. I wish they came back in style. <laughs> All right. Never mind. But when you're walking around and, and your floor gets grimy and you get dust and dirt and stuff, that's at like mouth level for people in the conversation pit. Yeah. That's, that's my one thing. And it's like velour in my head or like it's polyurethane or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like it's very hard to clean. Julia, we'll do it. We'll prove them wrong. Okay. We'll bring it back in style. I appreciate it. I will deign to keep the conversation pit in my world. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> Thank you. You would think that Milo would choose the one-to-one set recreation of the Star Trek Enterprise command bridge, but uh, uh, he wants to zag on him, so he chooses the uh, London-themed room because he wants something quote-unquote exotic. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, sweet Milo. (laughs) What I really like about this is that our imagination started making the Star Trek bridge and then like you erased it. (laughs) It's like, no, 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 stop, stop thinking of that. Stop imagining. I think Level Up turns to Daz and says, hey, do you have one that's just like super dark, like with blackout (laughs) curtains? And then Milo whispers, cool, bro. (laughs) And Daz says, I mean... All of them have black... What? He's like, no, I'll, I'll, I'll find it. It's fine. I'll find it. He gets the murder Victorian room. Yeah, that's the one he ends up choosing. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, you guys can all sleep for a little while as you're waiting for the sun to come up. I'm guessing we don't regain all our stuff, though, because it's a short rest. Correct. Beans. But yeah, you guys can totally uh, can totally go, go back to sleep if you so choose. You sound... You, the way you're saying it makes it sound very ominous. <laughs> There's no way, really, for me to not make it sound like I'm going to surprise you. I'm just like, if you guys want to go to sleep, go to sleep. It's two in the morning. I don't know. <laughs> I would love it if all of you made perception checks. Oh, uh, and Milo, I'm going to give you disadvantage. And I'll just really? tell you in a moment. Is it because I'm in foggy London town? Yes, that's why. I got a nine. Ten. Oh my god, I rolled a nat 20 on one of them, but then I got a 5 on the other. Wow. Uh, we perceive nothing. We are sleeping so hard. 5 plus 9 for 14. So. Okay. Well, 14. Maybe we perceive okay. something. Who can say? Wonderful. Okay, <laughs> I think that, yeah, all of you are sleeping really soundly and wonderfully. And I think Milo is notoriously an incredibly deep sleeper. So that's why I gave you disadvantage. But I think that as you were messing around with the, like... 1% size Big Ben, which is in your room. Yes. You didn't realize that you set it for 5.30 a.m. And it goes bong, bong, <laughs> bong. And it wakes you up. And I think that as, as you, you scramble to try to turn it off, you hear someone is kind of walking around uh, outside in the hallway. I'm going to peek my my face out of the door there. And I am wearing a full set of satin pajamas top yeah. bottoms and hat that's fair they all have the queen's face on it oh i was gonna say they all have the union jack but i like the queen's face better you know what let's meet in the middle alternating union jack queen's face <laughs> of course Incredible. uh yeah you wake up and you peek through the door and you see that uh level up is getting his duster on and he's packed up his backpack and he's like getting ready to go uh i'm gonna go Level. Level up. What are you doing? I think he has his door open, and you can just kind of look in, and it is, in fact, that Edgar Allan Poe, Mask of the Red Death, black and red room. 
with a raven like truly perched on top of the door frame. Did you did you get did you get scared? It's not real. It's not real. None of it's real. First of all, it doesn't matter because it's more like a. There's all a metaphor. There wasn't actually a raven in the rain. You know what? Shut. Yet, shut up. I'm. I gotta. I'm leaving. I gotta go. Why are you leaving? I. I have to do the. What do you mean? I'm doing my thing. I have to go do the thing. No, you. No, you don't have to do the thing. We're we're here to help you. All right, fine. I won't. I'm not gonna do the thing that I told you to do because. I realized after hanging out with all of you that, uh, you know, getting, uh, spurring violence between the police and protesters is probably a bad thing. And yeah, I can do that. Definitely. Yeah. I like fine. Yeah. I, I, I figured that out. So, um, what I'm going to do instead is I'm going to go to the gallery when it's open and talk to the projector and ask it like a different stock I can short. And then I'm going to go buy the car anyway. So. I'm not going to do the other thing, but it's just going to be chill. So, like, thanks for, like, changing my character and whatever. (laughs) I mean, look, I, obviously, you're an adult. I'm an adult. Can't stop you. You do what you want. I do think that that is a much better plan than your previous plan. (laughs) Thanks. I do worry that this will come out and it will be illegal and you'll somehow end up in a white-collar jail for, like, shorting stocks illegally or something. But I don't understand financial systems. But uh, I'm not going to stop you, but I am going to let everyone know that you left, so... That's fine. Just, like, tell them... If you want to stick around and just work with us, that would be much easier and better. No, I kind of work on my own, because, like, I'm kind of, like, a cool anti-hero, so, um... No. Okay. See you later. I mean, if you want to... I mean, I already told you what I'm going to do if you want to stop me, like, whatever, but... Okay. (laughs) Will you just promise me that you're not going to do anything violent or rude? Or also, where's the N64? Do you have it? Oh, yeah, for sure. Can I have it? He goes back into his room for a second, and he gives you the plastic bag that has the N64 in it. You look inside, you see that the N64 is truly snapped in half. You also look in, though, and you see that there's a cartridge that has been plugged into the N64, and you turn it over, and it says Time Crisis on it. (laughs) (laughs) Of course it does. I loved that game so much. So good, but also it's a pun, you see. <laughs> <laughs> Two layers. And yeah, so he he gave you the N64. It's like, yeah, well, I, I'll just like, I, I'm not going to go. I'm not going to lie to anyone. I'm just going to buy the $7 and the donation to the Children's Foundation that Byron Zorn runs. And then I'm just going to go and sneak up and ask the projector a question and then I'll, it'll be fine. Okay. Cool. Don't don't work with Gutenberg anymore, please. Okay. He's not a trustworthy character. I mean, he's like a kind of a VC guy. Like he kind of knows what he's talking about. No VC guy is a trustworthy character. <laughs> don't trust okay. any of them. Oh, like Elon Musk. I thought he was pretty. Especially cool. not Elon Musk. <laughs> okay, so like Elon Musk is worse than Gutenberg. They're on the same parallel field here. Okay. Cool. Okay. Well, see you later. Okay. And he dramatically sweeps his duster <laughs> and walks out the door. I'm going to go back yeah. into my room. And Eric, I assume there's like a old school British style phone booth in there, right? You insult me to assume that there wasn't <laughs> one in there. I'm assuming that the door from inside the room is a phone booth. Yeah. <laughs> it's larger on the inside. <laughs> Boo. Thumbs down. <laughs>
And I assume that the phone in this phone booth is a red phone that goes directly to January's room, because of course it does. Incredible, obviously. All right, so I'm going to go grab this red phone and call up January and let him know the situation, see what he thinks we should do. Oh, yeah, yeah, I was already awake. I was doing a Sudoku. It wakes me up. That's... Is it better than coffee? I I have to say, I have coffee, too. It was more just like I was telling you what I was doing. Oh, okay, cool. Um, Yeah. Uh, um, our friend here has left the building. He said he was going to go short the stock, or is leaving the building at least. Said he was going to go short a stock with the help of the projector. I don't think he's going to do anything bad, but I wanted to see what you're, what we should be doing here. Well, here's a question for you: Is the loop still going? I don't know. I have the N64. Oh, okay. Well, I guess we'll, we'll have to figure it out if he goes and does bad things. But unless you guys want to use the projector, as it seems, it's kind of like a one-shot deal. But other than that, I think it's fine. Yeah. Maybe I'll I'll, I'll give a call to my friends and see if they want to use it. I, wait, who? But the my our my our colleagues. <laughs> Aggie? Oh, Val? You said, call, you said call your friends. And I'm like, who are your friends? I'm like, you could have just said Aggie and Val. I know who they are. <laughs> uh, so I'm also going to shoot a text because I don't want to wake them up because I woke up Val once with a phone call off screen and uh, Val has never let me live it down. Fair. fair. So I am going to shoot them a text and say, hey, level up on the way to Projector. If you guys want to use it, we can beat him there. But just heads up. Yeah. He did say he was going to go during business hours, I think is the implication. So he will be there when it actually opens at noon. Yeah. He was not going to do the same sneaky thing and try to be an influencer and get in early. He's just going to go walk in, get a regular ticket and go. Nope. Yeah. Unless you want to wake up at a particular time, I think you can all just like kind of naturally wake up whenever you want. Val naturally wakes up probably like 9, 930 or something like that and then sees the text and immediately just like, stomps to Milo's room. <laughs> the banging on the door. You open the door and you find that Milo is wearing a robe over his three-piece pajamas and has decided to try the January method of waking up, which is coffee and Sudoku. Wait, wait, so you've added, you're wearing a vest? <laughs> oh no, three-piece is the hat, sorry. <laughs> Thank you. I was, not a vest. <laughs> I was like, not you a added a, vest. a sleep vest? I love that. <laughs> um, hello, um, Oi, matey! Milo, what the fuck? No, we're not doing. We're not doing the the, the British thing. What the fuck? I what what he was? I'm not gonna. You, you just let the guy go. He's an the adult. guy who has been like causing mischief and problems because he said he wasn't gonna cause mischief and problems. Yeah, I have the bag at the N64. What's he gonna do without it? If the loop resets, he just gets it back, Milo. Well, then we'll go get it back. That's a loop! But he knows that now, and you, you went and let, you let him go use the projector. He hasn't used it yet. He's, he's probably going to use it I mean, he's gonna, he's gonna do it at, like, 10 o'clock like he always does. No, it does Also, what was he doing between now and when you sent the text? I'm probably pining. I don't know. <laughs> but you, exactly, you don't know! He could be out there setting another bomb that we're gonna have to go, you know, do something to. What do you want me to- I'm not- he's not a prison! I'm not gonna- I'm not gonna stop him! I mean, he's a bad guy, Milo! We stop bad guys! We are superheroes! If he was truly a bad guy, then Dr. Marlo would have put him in the super prison for super bad guys that she has We somewhere. don't know if that's a real thing that exists. <laughs> she kinda teased that. 
She told us, no, it doesn't exist. <laughs> He's just a sad lost, lost boy that needs some help. Yeah, needs some help and a little bit of guidance. So letting him go off on his own, probably not the best idea, bud. Yeah, but, yeah, but, but okay, prison does not help people. <laughs> we know I'm that for sure. I'm not saying prison helps people. What I'm saying is maybe having a little bit of supervision <laughs> would stop him from doing well, dumb shit. Well, we know shit. where he's going. We can go watch him. I think Aggie comes in at this point, like <laughs> hair askew, flannel like slightly misbuttoned, like has not woken up without an alarm for years, <laughs> and burst in like, Milo, how could you let him go? Why didn't you wake us up? What the hell? Thank well, you, Aggie. <laughs> I also want to say that when you wake up, you look at your phone and you have five missed calls from your mom. Okay. <laughs> Hello, Great. Jack. Milo, why did you let him go? We don't know what he's going to be doing out there. All right, let me re- let me recap. Uh, not a prison. Can't stop him. Adult man. Do know sort of what he's going to do out there. And uh, he, I have the N64. What's he going to do? I cannot change what you already did. That's kind of vis-a-vis the whole problem we are dealing with here. So let's <laughs> go learn as much as we can from Dez and Dez's dad, apparently. But I, in the future, do not let me sleep in. It is a time loop. We will reset at some point or I can make up for the sleep tomorrow, okay? I'll, I'll wake you up, but I'm not touching Val. Whatever. We're, we're a team. I'm telling you, this is... This is not what I would have done, and I would have appreciated the chance to to vote on what was happening here. Ding! Your mom has texted you and says, Margaret, I called you. Are you okay? Are you dead? <laughs> I'm going to reply quickly, yes, working. I'll give you a call when I can. Your mom sends back six different emojis. None of them make any logical sense. Great. Cool. <laughs> At this point, also, Val gets a text from Hitomi, and Hitomi says, Hey, where'd you go? No, I left her a note in the last episode. I remember this. Oh, wait, I found the note. That's so nice of you to do. Do you want to move in together? Shit, I shouldn't have texted you that. Fuck. I told me he's the cutest. Yes, here's a list of the places I saved on Zillow already. (laughs) That's right. But you hit the fast forward button and you've already done that. Excellent. Oh my god, thank you. And so then she texts you, I want to live with you forever. Oh, fucking adorable. How dare you? How dare you? How dare my day start with that and also anger? (laughs) Ding, 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 ding. You get texts from all of your siblings saying that your mom called them all to wonder where you were and if you were dead. (laughs) I just reply, I sleep in one time, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> These were all individual texts, and then there is one to the group text as well. I'll just respond in the group text. This is not, no way. I, I'm like getting ready and walking toward the kitchen to meet Des. Uh, you can just imagine all three of you in the background, Aggie is getting roasted in the group text about sleeping in. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible. That was just like, re- re- I need some levity. P- Aggie, please just read us a couple of the texts. <laughs> give give me the tea. And then Milo gestures wildly to the London room. <laughs> no. No. Yeah. Des is making a very, very large amount of eggs. <laughs> like a 12 egg omelet for himself right now as you guys walk in. This is, yeah, just uh, let me just finish this up and then we can go. Are you going to eat that whole thing yourself? Yeah, I only eat one meal a day. Oh, right. So. <laughs> it's a very specific meal plan for himself. H- how does that work for you? Oh, uh, really well. I just like kind of consuming my fuel on my own level. Um, and also, no, actually, this was a lie. I don't usually eat breakfast. I usually just eat around two with tons of 
like a whole lunch of tofu, but like I'm stressing out. I don't talk to my dad. <laughs> yeah, listen, take your take your breakfast time if you if you want to have some more quiet time. But I I would love to know more about why we're talking to your dad and how. Oh yeah, uh, sure. Um, I guess I should share. Do you guys want these eggs? I shouldn't be panic eating eggs. I mean, you're gonna have to make a second every one of those for me personally, so I, I'm good for now. <laughs> Uh, not not to get like super personal, Des, because it's not my place to ask you like your personal relationship with your father. But is there anything that we can do to kind of mitigate your discomfort in having to talk to him? Oh, yeah. Okay. So Des finishes up the eggs and puts it all in like one big bowl and then like grabs a giant bottle of hot sauce that he stashed like behind plates and bowls <laughs> and he just pours it over all of it and then just like start you like as Des is explaining to this to you he is like seamlessly putting eggs into his mouth at the same time incredible skillful Des says yeah uh, my dad and I don't see eye to eye on most things and uh he's you know scientists although you might not have noticed from dr morrow here scientists are usually regimented and clear <laughs> and think things forward but if you think <sighs> i give dr morrow a pass because she's you know Dr. Morrow. As she, Dr. Morrow as she is, but he, my dad is so carefree. It's like he he sees his knowledge like someone left the keys in a Lamborghini out and you're just like, "Ah, oh, well it's there, I should drive it." And it freaks it what freaks me out. It freaks me out. <laughs> I, I it stresses me out so much. I don't we can, we're just going to drive over. He lives in College Park, so we're just going to drive over there. I also have not seen him outside of a holiday, the major Christian ones, like in six years. So the idea of seeing him without going to church first is a lot, is a lot for me to deal with in that way. So um, I understand that completely. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what's... Uh, that's just, but we'll just go over there. He's, uh, he also sees the time stream. If, if the, not, if science is the Lamborghini, then <laughs> the, the time stream is the Autobahn. You know, in Germany, there's that one highway mm -hmm. where there was no speed mm -hmm. limit. You can just fucking turn it out. Mm -hmm. That's a great metaphor. That. So that's how he sees it. So he, if there's someone who understands time, it's him. I'm just, I don't want to. I don't want to go over there. Hey Des. Hey Des. Yeah, yeah. We're on your side. You're cool as hell, and we got your back. Cool. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, so you can take my car. Do I need to put another an extra row down? If if it's us us four and level up, is he coming? No, because apparently he left already. Oh. We weren't informed. You were informed! I texted you right then! We were informed after the fact. Oh, okay, so he's just, like, out there. Just loose. Loose. Just loose. We don't know what he's we doing. Have we, know what he said. we know what he said he was doing, but we don't know what he was doing. Do, you, do we want to go 
check out check him out first. Like my dad, he doesn't leave his house. He's just always there. So, like if he's gone, he'll be back in five minutes because he walked to the the suds and dump over next door over nearby. <laughs> Uh, okay, yeah, let's go see if this guy actually went and used the projector or not, and then we'll go see your dad, Des. Alright, that's fine. I'm just gonna be, I'm gonna be super, I'm just gonna be weird today, so, just like, just so you know, I'm gonna be weird. That's okay, man. Weird is good. Do any of you have, like, family things that you're all with? <laughs> oh, how about on our drive, I just read to you the last few minutes of my family group text. I think you will find it very uh, enlightening and escapist. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll montage through that. Star swipe. Star swipe. Yeah, so what Level Up told Milo was that he was going to go during actual hours to the gallery. So I don't know whatever time it is. So do you guys want to go over there, like, at, at noon? Do you want to go there before it opens? The time frame is now open. I would like to try calling him. Okay. Yeah, I think that as as Des is that stress making everyone eggs, I think you can give him a call. John Paul Schultz's phone. This is John Paul Schultz. Hi, John Paul. Um, Milo didn't wake any of us up when you guys were having your discussion, so oh, I woke yeah, up January. Like, we were just guy. Yeah, it was just like guys talk, guy talk, like guys talk. It was wasn't guy talk. talk. Okay. I'll, just make I'll it leave that clear. I'll just glares at Milo, and be like, it was guy talk. It was not guy talk. <laughs> um. We are going to talk to an expert about time and time travel, and I'd really love for you to be there so that, A, you know everything we know, and B, we can figure out together the best way to stop this. If anything, you can blame January, too. He knew. I shut the kitchen door behind me and talk in the hallway. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, like, but why do I have to be there? I don't really understand. I think that you are a decision-making party here, too. I don't want to just make a decision about what to do without you, and I'd feel better if you were here. That way we could all, you know, hear what this doctor has to say and what needs to happen next. Listen, if this tech still works, uh, you got another chance, and if it doesn't, you got tomorrow. So I, I just think it's valuable to take this chance today, and then with that information, you can do what you want to do. Wow. I can't believe it. You're really trying to get the cool anti-hero to be a part of your whole thing. Listen, if I uh, if I was awake this morning, we could have done this then, and you could be enjoying the 12-egg omelet that Des just made each of us. Uh, you know, I'm just, man, I'm just trying to get my girl back, so... I promise you, that will have my full attention, if you wish it, <laughs> after this matter is solved. All right, hey, well, okay, why don't I go over... I have kind of like a, a, a love triangle going on with my superhero persona and this incredible reporter named Tegan. So <laughs> listen, I'm just in it and I can really empathize with you. And I would love the chance to talk about it when we don't have the threat of a 24 hour clock on, on our heads, you know? Oh, cool. Okay. Um... Maybe like, you know what to do. Cause I know what to do uh, in terms of my situation. So if like I give you advice about yours and you give advice about mine, then I don't know, maybe, you know, there's that, is that what is that what bros do? Is that what just hanging oh, out? Want, you want to you want to have guy talk as well? You want to you know just guys talking about stuff? I don't think it has to be gendered necessarily, um, but <laughs> I, I would love to have I would love to have pal talk. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Why don't you? Why don't, hey? I don't like. I don't really have a ride. Um, we'll pick you up. Where are you? Yeah, I'm gonna just meet me over at the gallery. I'm gonna talk to the to the projector first. Just like meet me at like twelve fifteen. I'll go there right right when it opens. It's fine. How about? I mean, we're ready now. We're about to get in the car. It's 10, 15 now. 
I'd rather take advantage of the day while we have it. So why don't we do our thing first and then afterward we can go to the museum? Uh, wow. Uh, no, no, I don't. No, I don't want to do that. Sorry, I'm a cool anti-hero iconoclast, and it's not, I'm not going to go along with your plan. Because the thing is, if we picked you up now, I could bring you an omelet to go, but if it sits for too long, it'll really get cold. Uh, so. But if you pick me up now, then maybe you'll, like, tie me up and throw me in the and throw me in some sort of, like, terrible superhero dungeon. So, like, no, I'm actually... Either you're going to do it on my rules, or... Uh... <laughs> Can I roll persuasion? Or not. Yeah, roll persuasion. We could also just show up there earlier than he says yeah, need to show up. Yeah. Yeah. I got a 13. Yeah, with 13, that's not going to do it. He says... But if you didn't do it my, my rules, I'm just a cool... You have to follow my cool anti-hero thing. Because, like, I'm the one with all, like, the... It seems like I'm, like, kind of the main character right now. So I just, like, <laughs> would love it if you... It seems like you do following the thing that I want to do. And then we'll do, like, the cool side... Like, the side stuff that you want to do. How about this? We... Do that. Meet you when you want to be met. Yeah. And then, if you want to leave again, you talk to all three of us first. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Because we'll like see. sneaking out in the middle of the night is not really an anti-hero thing. That's more of like a side character where like you don't check on them and you turn behind. You're like, where'd they go? And they just like skulked out. Like skulking is not really an anti-hero thing to me. Make a persuasion check. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> that's a that's a great point, honestly. Fifteen. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Fifteen. Yeah. That will do it. Um. He says. <laughs> okay and he hangs up alright so I'll, I'll go back in and report yeah so we should go to the gallery like now right yeah I mean if he shows up early I, I'd i love the chance to grab him I just I don't think he's gonna come with us before he can ask the projector a question well let's go ask the projector first exactly we could just use the projector first and then he doesn't have the opportunity to do that and be like oh it's broken again yeah love that Des, why don't we ask the projector how to navigate this delicate situation with your family? <laughs> I think that's a great use of the projector, honestly. Yeah. What is what is the projector? What if it's a... We'll tell you on the way. Yeah. That's a transition you're you're seeing. No, there's like it's like a Scooby Doo transition where like Des and January are doing that dance where it's like one arm up, one arm up, the other arm up, one arm up. Isn't that the alligator? What is that called? Can't remember. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. And then it's like, do, 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 And then swipes there. Um, yeah, so I think that you get over there and it is the regular time that you have been. Again, we have the the fast forward on. It's like 11-ish and you are now at the gallery. Cool. We're going to fast forward and get into the, the thing like we did last time. Which way would you like to do it? Would you like to try to sneak in like Aggie did? Just kind of like, uh, what did you say? Social engineering is the most powerful engineering? That is what I said, yeah. Or do you want to go and talk about Milo's weird ghost parts with the guy? The I would prefer the former if we could. <laughs> yeah. I think we can also say that does there to do like just a, a spot check of the artifacts. Yeah. No, I think that that's great. I think you end up, if you're all in your regular clothes and Des is looks like Des, you guys just kind of walk in through the back and like a caterer like kind of like shrugs at you and you guys just kind of walk in. Um, yeah, you see Byron Zorn with his big hat, statement glasses, and really loud print romper. Uh, you know what? Now the time has changed somehow, so now he's wearing a romper. I was gonna cool. say it was a suit before. <laughs> yeah, I think it was. A, I think it was two pieces, but now it's one piece. You've changed the time stream. <gasps> oh no! <laughs> and you see the influencers walking by, and um, you are now in the gallery with all the items. And Des is kind of like looking around and muttering under his breath, like, 
why did we throw all of these out? These are all so dangerous. <laughs> we should really talk about that. Yeah. So, I don't... Great question for Dr. Morrow in particular. Yeah. That fan. Just don't, don't turn it on. Okay. I'm just struck with the thought, is Shannon Redwine still with the influencers? Oh yeah. Shannon Redwine is still with the influencers. This is the first time I've been in the gallery in not my superhero costume. Mm, yeah. She probably wouldn't notice me. It's fine. <laughs> uh, you know what? Let me roll on that. She probably wouldn't, but if I roll a one or a two, she does. No, I rolled a 10. She totally okay. doesn't recognize you because uh, maybe you've changed since high school and also she's kind of rude. Yeah, both of those things. Yeah. So yeah, you guys are, you, you're all in there in the gallery. Um, do you want to talk to the projector? So Des, this is the projector. Um, it can show you like the optimal way to do something, not like predicting the future. So think about the question you want to ask. It, like it's everything in the future. Like I've spent a lot of time like going on Quora.com answering like if someone had three wishes to a genie, like I've optimized that. Like it's still thing. Mm-hmm. I'm a power user on I Quora. I knew that was you. <laughs> well, just, it, my name was just Dez, so I guess you kind of put that one together. <laughs> really, uh, internet. Yeah, I see how it is. I got on a Quora super super early, so uh, I mean, like, what are the parameters here exactly? I think it just shows you the most optimal way to do things based on how things have gone in the past. So surpri- like doing surprising behavior seems to throw off the projection. It is, it is kind of extrapolating based on past patterns is my understanding. So if you wanted to ask something about minimizing conflict or uh, ensuring his cooperation or uh, repairing some of the intimacy between like whatever, I think, Asking it a specific query like, what is the first thing I should say? Or, you know, what is the best way to ask? Whatever. That's how I would phrase it. So it's anything, anything like an optimal way to do anything? Like this op- is the best way to do stuff? Listen, it's only our 12th go around. So I, I don't know exactly if you have knowledge of how Dr. Morrow would structure something like this. That might also help. But that's what we think. You know, um... I don't think that there's an optimal way of talking to my dad. Can, can <laughs> I just real. ask like a cool science question instead? I mean, that's, that's real. I, I don't know. I, I, for what it's worth, I trusted what John Paul had to say, and I think he will come through. And especially if we already use the projector, that is, Milo, I see you raising your arms over there. Um, <laughs> I think that's the best way to use it is to make sure, one, that he can't use it, and two, to me, there's not a there's not a question we need to ask it at the moment. But listen, I am a collaborative teammate, and I am willing to <laughs> consider other people's needs and thoughts in our plan because yeah. there's no unilateral decision maker here. Here, uh, <laughs> why don't you just? Um, how about I ask something about you guys? Do you want me to ask you like what the best way for you all to get out of here is, like to get out of the time loop? That's probably wise. Why did we not think of that before? Yeah, I can do that. You want me to do that? Maybe not us specifically, but like the most optimal way of ending the time loop period. Because I don't want John Paul just stuck in the time loop, you know? Sure, sure. Because then he'll cause problems. Okay. Why don't I give it a shot? Go give for it. Give it a whirl, okay. Des. Uh, Mr. Projector? Sorry, I should Uh... Ooh, ooh, spooky. I'm adding ambiance. Come on, let me have it. 
You have literal ghosts that you can summon. You don't have to just do it with your mouth. How, um, what do the people who are stuck in a time loop currently need to get back to their own time stream the easiest? And I think then the projector kind of like spins up and it goes as it's like flipping through the photo cards. And then you start to see what looks to be a night sky. Like there's one photo of the night sky. And then as the the photo cards start to spin up, then it becomes a moving picture. And you see there's one of the night sky and there's like one brilliant star, like a North star right up in the sky. And then you see that, like, the sky, which was just, like, black or midnight blue, then starts to fade into red. Like, it's like someone has slid up a slider of red, and then it, the the red is an overtaking that black night sky and the north star. And then it's sliding into orange and then yellow and green, like, almost rhythmatically. It's, like, red and then slides through the hue and then orange and slides through the hue and yellow. And then it just kind of goes through that over and over and over again. But you can still see that there is an outline of a North Star. It is almost like it's kaleidoscopic, almost, or, like, when you're watching... You know when you're watching one of those visualizers for music? Like, and it's just Mm kind of like, it's rhythmatically, the colors are moving through. It's like, that is still happening, but you do see that there is an outline of a North Star guiding forward. And then it kind of like pulls back and it's, you see four heads, kind of like the backs of four heads looking up at that North Star. And then it goes, and then it kind of like spins down and there are no more cards. We have to look at the sky together. <laughs> I don't. I. I don't really. Was that a metaphor? Was or was that an actual sailing thing? We have to go see the northern lights. Not opposed. Maybe just not with John Paul. You know. <sighs> I don't know. For a second, I thought it was like, oh, we just have to get through a day where we don't do the loop, and then the loop stops. But it didn't seem like it was day colors. You know. It didn't oh, yeah. seem like it was just like night, dawn, day, dusk, night again. Right. I don't I don't really understand. I'm not like a metaphorical kind of guy. I was hoping it was going to be like math. <laughs> like show numbers. And put, so I don't know whatever that means to you. I don't know. But this seems like a good question to ask your dad once we grab John Paul and go over there. Also, if John Paul asks, we got here and someone had already used it. Mm -hmm, Oh, mm -hmm, yeah. mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We watched one of the influencers ask what the best way to become a mega influencer was. It was Shannon Redwine. We can just blame her. And she's also he's going to believe that she's also in the loop. Maybe. What does he know? I think maybe (laughs) she tried to ask her phone assistant next to the projector. And then was surprised when it turned on. Uh, and she's too much of self-involved. a self-involved. She's too self-involved to have noticed. She's been in a loop on May first for for some amount of time. Yes, yeah. correct. Oh, okay, that works. Cool. Okay. Yeah, you've done the thing. You guys just want to kind of like post up until <laughs> until uh, the gallery opens. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, I think that the you see Byron Zorn walks the influencers once again, as you've seen Bolton multiple times, through looking at all the things. They take selfies in front of them, post about it, and now it, it's noon, and I don't think you've been here before, but uh, the man bun guy opens up the doors, and you see that the, a, a line quickly starts. I guess there's only like a certain number of people that can be allowed in because of fire code or they just wanted to be artificially exclusive. <laughs> and uh, you see that like people start trickling in and uh, the man bun guy is rude to everyone, as you can only <laughs> imagine. And then eventually at like 1215, uh, you see a, a guy walk in with a black duster and black pants and uh, a black shirt. And it's it is a uh, it is a level up himself. Can I roll up to level up and go level up and give him one big hug? And as I do that, can I pat him down? Oh, now you don't <laughs> trust him. I never trusted him. I'm just not a prison guard. <laughs> yeah, you know what prison guards definitely don't do is pat people down. Uh, do a sleight of hand check for me. Okay. I also, while we're waiting for John Paul to show up, I would love to just be like either doing a perception check or an investigation check because like... I want to see if, like, Brett slash Gutenberg shows up to this event. Yeah. For some reason, I just have, like, an instinct about that. But perception, absolutely. Cool. I get plus zero to that. Can I guess guidance on myself to get a D4 added? Sure. I did roll a 17, though. So that's nice. pretty good. Great. I got a 13 total. Okay. We'll do the, let's do perception check first. Gutenberg is not here. You okay. look around, you look in the bathroom, you look in the coat check, you check the line. He is not here. Gotcha. For patting him down um, with a 13, you, you throw your arms around him and be like, we're like around people. Can you just call me John Paul? Like, I'm just, you can just call me my, my regular name when we're like not doing secret stuff. Oh, That's I thought fine. you wanted to be like, I thought that was like your influencer name too. That's my bad. I'm sorry. Oh. Shit, that's right. Yeah, call me level up. No, that's fine. <laughs> and then he like pushes you off. Oh, I'm sorry. I should have asked first. That's my bad. Yeah, um, as you were patting him down, he's not, I don't know what you would be looking for, but I don't think you find it. I was anxious that he found some other sort of, like, time device from Gutenberg or something. No, he does not have, have anything, like, noticeably. He's not wearing a baby Bjorn with a second N64 on it, no. <laughs> cool. Um, and he's like, oh, wow, so I guess uh, you guys didn't trust me that I was going to do the thing that I said that I was going to do. You had to check up on me. No, no we, we got here, meet here, you know, when you asked. Shit. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I guess you did trust me. This is hard. how do you guys do this? This is just like really hard to remember everything. Yeah, it's like a, a thing that you you know evolve and learn and change, and you fuck up, and people forgive you, and it's just kind of like that messy, um, vulnerable thing of like human connection, you know. Oh, I hate that. Yeah, no, it it kind of blows, but then sometimes, yeah, sometimes it's good. I don't I don't like that at all. That's that's also advice you can apply to you know relationship stuff, and they can yeah. give him a meaningful look. Oh. Huh. Okay. Really, most of most of relationships is listening, you know. Oh. Well, and also like liking the other person yeah, <laughs> as yeah, a person. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought it was uh, grand romantic gestures. Listen, you can be forgiven for thinking that sort of the culture. Anyway, uh, did you want to head over to the projector? We can finish this later. Yeah, let me just do the projector. Um, it's not on. Did you guys ask it? Did you guys ask it a question? No, we were just standing here waiting for you. Did it, maybe did it break when the N64 did? Weren't they tied together? Oh, maybe. I'm going to roll. <laughs> I'm gonna roll the <laughs> what a good suggestion, that. Amanda. Do you want me to roll deception? Yes. 
Uh, he doesn't have pluses to anything because he's a regular person. I'm going to back Aggie up and give her the help action. I'm going to also cast Guidance. <laughs> I got an 18 plus one already. Oh, fuck yeah, then you're fine. I'll take the Guidance. How about that? Yeah, 1d4. 23, Eric. How does that go? Yeah, well, I rolled a four. So he's like, <laughs> <laughs> wow, yeah, I guess it doesn't work. Huh. That sucks. We could have asked it a lot of stuff. Huh. Yeah. Better make sure this is the last loop, right? Yeah. Well, um, I'm now realizing that, like, I can just kind of, like, at the end of the day, oh, wait, you think we're, wait, you think we're in the last loop? I don't know. I'm saying I, I hope so. Unless this thing's on the fritz and it just, the N64 resets at midnight now and this thing doesn't work anymore. I, I don't know. Oh, well, what if it is the last loop? I gotta get my girlfriend back. Yeah, but you got tomorrow, man. And all the days after that is try to become a better person. Not for her, but for you. But I have to buy her the car. It's a really cool car. It has, like, the <laughs> engine on the outside. Okay. Remember what we talked about? I think time lecture now, and then, I promise, full attention, you and your problems. And trust me, man, today is not the only chance you got. Okay, you bet. Fine. If I don't have the money, we have to steal the car. Um, can okay. we talk about that? Great. <laughs> All right. Okay. Fine. Great. Let's go. No, we're going. We're going. <laughs> he runs out of the gallery <laughs> towards the parking lot. Yeah, we'll pile in. I'm not going to steal a car from him, guys. It's okay. We know you are going to steal the car, Val. Aggie, was Val going to steal the car? I mean, are we going to heist? We're going to do a heist? Like, I haven't done we're a heist. heist? I mean, we should heist. Are we going to heist? Sorry, Des, you've heisted before? I, I mean, it's been a long time. I got to hear about that later. Why haven't we been using the, the training dome to do heists together? <laughs> oh I mean, my we God. can now. Oh, my God. For fine. your birthday, here's what we're going to do. <laughs> yes, finally! <laughs> Hey, it's Amanda. I am recording this in advance before taking a week off because, you know, it's important to take time off. Even in the middle of a time loop arc that makes me excited and anxious just thinking about it, sometimes you got to take a week off, you know? So if you've joined our Patreon in the last week, we will thank you next time, I promise. But if you haven't joined our Patreon and you've been thinking about it, now is a great time to do it. I'll say your name next week. You get access to our Discord, NPC stories, and bloopers, even episodes a whole day early at the top two tiers, all of the stuff that's been there for four years of Patreon and more. If you're able, please do join us for as little as five bucks a month at patreon.com slash join the party pod. And in case you forgot, lots going on here in JTPville. If you missed our live show, it was so much fun. The Bone Witch was there. It was incredible. You can get a VOD copy, aka a recording of the stream that you can watch anytime you want at jointhepartypod.com slash live. And we have new merch that is super, super exciting. You're going to love it. There's a brand new world book for Lake Town City, where if you want to read 60 wonderful pages about our world with new NPCs, with info on neighborhoods, with more information about places we have seen and a ton of places we have not yet seen, but I really want to see in the show. Or if you want to set a campaign of your own in Lake Town City, whether you are using D&D or another tabletop role playing system, it is amazing. And of course, Chad Dice, back in stock. As of when I'm recording this, they're definitely going to sell out at some point. This is not false advertising. I promise you they're going to sell out. So if you're interested in either of those, jointhepartypod.com slash merch is where you can pick it all up. This podcast is sponsored by Stitch Fix. 
Shopping for clothes can be super daunting. I am both plus size and tall. It is very hard to find things that are both of those things, even though lots of us need both of those things. And returns can often be difficult if you even know what store to start with in the first place. So this season, let Stitch Fix do the hard work for you. They offer clothing hand-selected by expert stylists for your size, style, and budget. I asked them recently for colorful sleeveless shirts to show off my new tattoo, and they came through with some really nice ones, all of which fit me perfectly. That is so rare. You get to try on pieces at home before you buy, keep what you love, and return what you don't. They have free shipping, easy returns, and exchanges. The label is already on the bag to return or exchange. You don't even have to print anything out. It's amazing. Get started today at stitchfix.com slash join the party and you'll get 25% off when you keep everything in your fix. That is stitchfix.com slash join the party for 25% off when you keep everything in your fix. Stitchfix.com slash join the party. This podcast is also sponsored by BetterHelp, a secure online counseling service. They connect you with licensed counselors through their secure app, letting you message with your therapist and schedule live phone or video sessions. They're available worldwide. And something I love is that you can look for expertise or familiarity in your therapist that you might not be able to access where you live geographically. And if you think of something that you want to cover in your next call or want to fill out a worksheet or you want to do like a daily journal that you can decide whether or not to share that with your therapist, you can do it all in their app. They also want you to find a great match. So if you ever need to switch counselors, you can do that. It's easy and free. To get started, go to betterhelp.com slash join the party to get 10% off your first month of counseling. That is betterhelp.com slash join the party for 10% off your first month. And finally, we are sponsored by HelloFresh. HelloFresh offers 25 plus recipes to choose from each week, from craft burgers to vegetarian meals and extra special gourmet options. There's something for everyone to enjoy with all recipes designed and tested by professional chefs and nutritional experts to ensure deliciousness and simplicity. HelloFresh was also named Newsweek's most trusted meal kit company of 2021 with over 4 million households served. I recently made one of my faves, the bulgogi beef bowl, which is so, so tasty. The sauce is amazing, and it is honestly easy to make when I get home from work. Even if I'm feeling tired, I know that the meal is going to be on the table quickly, and it's going to be fairly simple to prepare. So go to HelloFresh.com slash JoinThePARTY12 and use code JoinThePARTY12 for 12 free meals, including free shipping. Once again, HelloFresh.com slash JoinThePARTY12 and use code JoinThePARTY12 for 12 free meals, including free shipping. Now, let's get back to the show. So you guys hop in Dez's car. I also didn't say Dez has an SUV, which he's outfitted to have even more space on the inside. Nice. Like nice. a TARDIS? Mm-hmm. Or just like a better SUV? Like re- like redesigning the interior so it's more efficient. I would like to address my, uh, Brandon <laughs> both. <laughs> yeah, so he, you guys hop in and you're now driving from Company 10. Uh, you take the back roads, which take you all the way over to College Park which is where Des said that his dad lived. Um, as we kind of explained with College Park, it's kind of like a college town is like nestled on the outside of a city. You guys don't drive over to the college proper where SUNY, LTC, and Morrow University are, but there is it's kind of like ringed in a way that like, as you get closer and closer to the center, you get to the college, but there are a lot of just like freestanding houses on the outside where you might get off-campus housing or people stay because they can't let go of their college years, et cetera, et cetera. 
There's a lot of like three story houses that like seven different people are living in. Yes, exactly, exactly. Gotcha. Lots of those, lots of those. Invented whatever you went to college, it's probably like that. <laughs> Des, in order to calm himself, has put on WLTC, the NPR affiliate in Lake Town City, nice. and uh, they are running a interview uh, with Mona Adil, who is you know at the forefront of the Thornhill uh, walkout. They're interviewing her, and there's a whole segment about how this was organized and how she's happy that the Thornhill workers are trying to unionize and they deserve a better a better wage. Uh, she also says, I would really have hoped if any one of our representatives in the city, either the council people or uh, Mayor or Mayor Morrow, has taken the time to support the workers here. Uh, it would have been a really nice, a really nice demonstration and a really nice uh, moment for people to come out to know that the city is listening to us as people needed to do it. Does that mean Dr. Mayor Morrow wasn't at the protest? She was not, no. This time? Yeah. Oh, weird. What was Cassandra doing? Are we on first name yet? <laughs> probably. Oh, you you might be. You probably shouldn't do that. No, she doesn't. Dr. Morrow. <laughs> do we need to call her and ask? <laughs> we didn't see her when we left the house, huh? No, you didn't. All right, we should call her. Yeah, you can give her a call while you guys are driving over. Okay, so Val's going to pull out their phone and call Dr. Mayor Morrow. It rings like three times, and then you hear, Hello. Dr. Morrow, where are you? I'm asleep. Why? Why are you still sleeping? Because he woke me up in the middle of the night, and then I had to go back to sleep. Why? Um, what time is well, it? Well, you missed the protest. <laughs> Click. If, if, you hurry, <laughs> oh, if you hurry, you can make it there, but okay. <laughs> Maybe you can text her at, like, I'm sure you can call into the radio station to voice your support. I'd be right. like, you should show face or call the radio station for support because I know it's important for you to back these kind of things. <laughs> you get a voice text that says, I'm on my, oh, I can't believe I slept through this. I'm on this my way. I'm only hung up because I had to go as fast as possible. I understand. Uh, I'm going to look so bad on camera. <laughs> Your hair will look exactly how it normally looks. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> she, you get one text back. Rude. Period. <laughs> I mean it in a nice way. Your hair always looks big and cool. Rude. Period. Period. Fine. <laughs> Don't lie to Dr. Morrow. It does. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, you drive over and Des kind of takes some streets and he pulls out in front of a one of those like narrow three-story houses. It's all brick. There is a a porch that extends kind of all the way around it um, with a little lawn. But it is, of course, like nestled very neatly between like a row of them. And there, it's only like 100 feet in either direction until you get to another car. You also pass by and one to the left is a frat house and the other one to the right just has like some college students just like passed out on the lawn because it's May. And, uh, you know, got to get your, your finals willies out somehow. <laughs> It's now like one o'clock and Dez is just like gripping his steering wheel and nearly crushing it with his metal arm. Val just like gently rubs his back. Like, is this okay? This is going to be okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to lay a hand on. I'm picturing Aggie in the front seat. I don't know what anyone else's seating situation is. But Val leans my... <laughs> forward from their seat in the back. No, but like, I think that's perfect because I want to lay a hand on his um, arm, whichever is closest to me, yeah. and say, listen, we really appreciate this. If you have to leave at any point, leave. Like, you don't have to ask us permission. Um, and, you know, we'll we'll keep talking. Or if you say, we got to go, like, we will go, no questions asked. You are running the show here. You know, you're you're in control. Like, I, I know this is hard. I appreciate it. 
If you need to be turned into a, a, a gas cloud so you can escape quickly, I'm your man. Milo, it's actually a good idea, and I really appreciate that. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Des takes a deep breath and gets out of the car. He says, come on, let's let's just get this over with. And walks up the, the front steps. I make sure John Paul is, like, in the middle of us so that he doesn't, like, run away or skulk away again. Oh, yeah. No. Des walks up to the front door and takes a really big de- deep breath in and goes... <sighs> And just, like, knocks loud. One, two, three. And the door opens. And, Val, you see the guy from the train station. When the time stopped, you see him. And you now realize this dude looks a lot like Des. <laughs> You're both black men, and they both have similar hairstyles with the um, box braids that are pulled back into ponytails. Except Des's dads are, are bigger and are going gray. You see, uh, they have, like, the same demeanor. They're both pretty big guys. But Dez's dad has, like, he has, like, a lightness on his face. He seems unburdened. He seems happy. In in the way that, like, you know, if you frown, you get wrinkles. It's like, (laughs) this man probably didn't frown, and he's not a wrinkled guy at all. And Dez says, Dad, uh, we have a time question for you. Me and some of these people I, some of these people I know. And immediately, Dez's dad pushes past Dez and, like, shakes all of your hands immediately and says, Man, I have not had young bloods here on my porch in so long. Usually I tell all those college kids to stay away. Like, I'm some sort of, uh, I don't know, like, monster who's gonna turn them into Frankenstein or something. But it's all for fun. I just love, I love having the sound over here. It's so nice to meet all of you. You don't have to call me Mr. Okafor. Mr. Okafor is my father. You can just call me G-Day. Uh, that's what all my friends call me. Uh, you know, come on, yeah, time problem. Incredible. I haven't had a chance to work on time's things in a, in a whole month. I mean, this guy over here, you told me that when you mess with the flow of time then you're just gonna gotta ruin the entire uh you're gonna ruin the entire planet but <laughs> obviously that's not the case so look at here you're here on my porch and we're dealing with it come on everyone come in and let's figure this stuff out all right um yeah dez's name dad's name is g-day j-i-d-e last name okafor um dez's family is uh they're nigerian and dez's full name is desmond ah but Des spells it D-E-Z and then Desmond, yeah. of oh, course. Oh, good. That would have really altered my perception of No, Des. and Des, but Desmond is not spelled with a, <laughs> with a Z. Uh, hello, sir. I, we've, we've met before. I don't know if you remember that or if it was like in this flow of time. I don't understand time shit. <laughs> oh, that's fine. Listen, that's totally fine. I actually kind of walked in and your thing. It was like walking into somebody's house without knocking. I should have done that. You do. You still put a pretty, uh, pretty nice wallop on that on that professor guy. Uh, he he seems like he sucks. So thank you for doing that. He I appreciate sucks. That. He does. He suck. sucks. You're all right, everyone, worse, come on in. We're not gonna see. You're all gonna catch a cold outside. Everyone needs to come on inside. All right, come on. I'm going to kind of look at Dez to check in a little bit. Oh, Dez is ashen. and uh, <laughs> Pat his forearm slightly. Uh, he, he like, dejectedly <laughs> nods at you uh, as uh, G-Day leaves you inside. Inside, uh, so uh, Dr. Morrow's lab is pretty messy, but it is self-contained. Every single surface of this house is covered in bits 
and bolts and mechanics and wires and tools and everything. It's just like the kitchen table has soldering equipment on it. Like there's a dining room table that's just like robot arms. And there's just like textbooks and and, and other books and, and like plates and cups uh, just everywhere. And also you can see that there is a game of dominoes, which is being uh, done on the kitchen table around the robot arms. G-Day says, honestly, uh, I've been beating everybody at dominoes for so long, I just end up playing against myself. That's a real, <laughs> it's, it's like 10-dimensional chess, but 10-dimensional dominoes. It's all, you, when you're at my age, you'll be able to do that as well. <laughs> you, you just gotta understand. Uh, okay, let's find a, a place to, let's find a place for all of you guys to sit. I gotta just put this, push stuff over um and over the he leads you over to the kitchen where there's just kind of like some r- random kitchen chairs and like chipped for mica counters and he just kind of like pushes some some beakers over to one side and he pushes some bolts over to another side and like pushes some papers just fully off of two chairs and uh gives you all enough random space and be like hey you all sit down uh desmond you can just kind of just hop up on the counter there uh you know just it's it, uh, i don't have enough I, I can stand, Des. You can sit. Yeah. Uh, there's a there's a spool of, like, fiber optic cable over there that I can use as a chair. Oh, yeah. No, no. That's a good idea. I no, can float. Good. I don't even need to stand. I mean. Oh. Now we're just showing off. <laughs> if you want to fly, I'm not going to listen. This is a no, no rules household. If you want to float, if you want to disregard the laws of physics, it's totally fine by me. I do it all the time. I do it before Monday. Also, this th- man doesn't Monday. know that we have superpowers, Milo. I, you know, whatever. It's... I, you could only I, nothing surprises me if the man he wants does to float, he saw let, us fight in the train station yeah, okay. let the man if the man wants to float let him float he can just float <laughs> as much as you want do, do whatever uh, Isaac Newton uh, can screw off it's fine do, whatever as he realizes there are, uh, now goes into the sink to get uh, coffee cups for all of you keeping an eye on John Paul making sure he hasn't skulked John Paul is sitting so still. <laughs> he just hasn't spoken in a while, and Val finds that suspicious. <laughs> the man's he's just taking it all in. What can I say? I'm going to have a, just an eye on Des throughout the conversation as fellow. I don't know if Des is an oldest sibling, but he has strong oldest sibling energy. So I'm just going to try to make eye contact with him if he needs to get validated that his dad is uh, a force. Yeah, Des is also still in the same, but in a different way that John Paul is. John Paul's like still like, you know, if you evade a T-Rex, like a T-Rex won't see you. But Des <laughs> is also just like sitting there like holding, like nearly holding his breath. Yeah. He's just like weathering the storm. Ugh. And G-Day like pulls coffee cups out and he's like, oh, I'm gonna, you know, why don't you ask me your question before I... <laughs> there's just too much going on around here. Well, what was the question? What do you need to know about time there's time question what's uh what's going on tell me tell me uh tell me tell me what's milo, going on milo show him the thing and milo pulls out a bag of n64 and he says if you could in the end like if i could keep the cartridge to play the game later that'd also be great but no no stress if not you know does his dad takes the n64 from you and he says oh is this one of the is this one of those uh one of those segas that I've heard so much about. It's a Nintendo. It's kind of like a Sega. Just a little later. It's basically. a Nintendo's. One of those Nintendos. Okay. Uh, uh, but more importantly, it is like a time machine that mm-hmm. has a stuck in a time loop. Mm-hmm, that. Oh, time loop. Okay. And uh, hey, uh, Des, they're in a they're in a time loop. Do you remember uh, oh boy. Christmas 2012? Oh boy. You said oh time no. loops didn't exist. Time loop. All right. Here oh we boy. go. Okay. Uh, and he takes out the N64 out of the plastic bag, and he looks at the cartridge and says, Oh, yeah, I'm seeing, uh, 
seeing uh, the time nodes and uh, <laughs> spinning. It was, there are technical terms, but I mostly time nodes. Yeah, time machine. That makes sense to me. Here's the fun fact about the things. I know I kiss young blood. I cannot give you back this cartridge because it's see the cartridge isn't exact the thing that is keeping you in the time loop. Mm. Great. Okay. Interesting. So are you all in the time loop exactly? Is this still happening? Or is this as like... As far as we're aware, yes, it woke us up at midnight tonight, or last night, I guess, this morning. So this was kind of on me, um, where uh, John Paul over here got it from supervillain Gutenberg um, and used it to repeat days. We used to be waking up at 9 a.m. That happened 11 times. Uh, at first we weren't, I wasn't in it, and, and these guys were because they were closer to when he pressed reset, and then all of us were. Des is not, uh, by the way. And uh, then I tried to destroy it, thinking that would stop the time loop phenomenon. Um, I realize now. Shouldn't have, probably, done, no, shouldn't have yeah, done that. No, no I, that's not how it... Fair enough. I uh, know. Um, and now, as soon as I spiked it to the ground in an extremely cool volleyball move that nobody now remembers except for John Paul and me. Um, it, wasn't the, that, it wasn't that cool. It was okay. just kind of regular. Cool. A regular spike. <laughs> Val, would you write that down for our, our little like friendship um, lessons? It's just like a teaching moment. Okay. Um, <laughs> then it reset at midnight uh, to today for us. So uh, I'm worried that either we're in a loop or we can't control it or we just we want to be out of this, you know? We also uh, just asked a sentient uh, projector about how to get out of it and or the best way or easiest way to get out of it. And it said some colorful sky and a North Star. Something. I yeah, think Yeah, that was like that was like two loops ago, Milo, right? Is that when you when you asked that? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Oh, oh. Uh, and John Paul says, Yeah, two times ago. Looking at all looking at all of you. <laughs> I, I am also ashamed it took us nine nine loops to uh, to do that, but anyway. I think that uh, when you said time projector, you see that Dez also stiffens up as well. And um you see that his dad also like looks over at Dez and says Time time projector yeah i know that dr morrow was trying to make one and it actually worked and he said that if it was actually a collapsing of time it would actually work and yes you were right and yes you were ah hot dog absolutely okay so yeah no i can absolutely help you with this the first thing you need to figure out is you're actually stuck in that said time loop and you're not exactly sure if it's still happening this is the 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 reset the broke the breaking one when you broke that yeah was this midnight like with this midnight? All right. First thing you gotta figure ago. it out if that's that's broken. Second thing is you gotta find another receptacle for this Sega cartridge thingy here. Mm. Can it just be any N sixty four? I know that's a weird question to ask, <laughs> but like, can we t- can we do time loops with any N sixty four? Is it just the cartridge that has the the tech? Oh, interesting. Because I All feel right, like it would be fairly easy to get an N64. Like, maybe not cheap, but easy. I just bought one on eBay uh, as you were talking. So, we got one. Great. But if we're still stuck in a time loop, Milo, we'll get here immediately. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> That's true. The shipping is three to five days from now. Mm. I think Tragic the Gathering has used consoles, too. Anyway, I'm getting ahead of myself. I would like for you to answer the question. Please. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, G-Day thinks for a moment, and then he's like, All right, hold on. Just everyone, don't don't make any moves. And he uh, then, like, goes up the stairs and is rooting around in a closet upstairs. And he's, like, throwing things. You hear crashes and some glass breaking. He's like, ah, I'll fix it later. We take this time to check in on Dez. Dez is just like, 
Oh my, oh my God. Get, getting through. That's all I gotta I do right now. Just, I wish we, I could. We won't ever make you do this again, Des. I just wanted to reassure everyone that no one knew the time loops were a thing. It wasn't just you, Des. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I would have bet you a lot uh, that time travel was not real. No, uh, he knew it was a thing. He, so. That seems res- irresponsible not to tell. Anyway. Yes. No, it's more like, uh, I, you know, until proven, but now it's been, it's, it's fine. Thump, 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 thump. As you hear something, just a bump down the stairs. And, uh, you see that there's like an old CRTV that on like a, uh, one of those like AV scoots. <laughs> Carts, okay. you know, one of those carts, yeah. A scoot, a scoot, yeah, one scoot? of those scoots. Yeah, he he pushes one of those uh, AV carts with an old TV, and you see that there there's some very sharp chrome-looking TV antenna pointing right up into the sky. It's not just kind of like the bunny ears. It's it's something like decidedly uh, new and fancy. <laughs> He's like, yeah. So here's the problem: is that this particular uh, Sega. Uh, Genesis Dreamcast thing <laughs> that was put together. This seemed to be the receptacle that could actually keep the time loop with the reset, right? So without the modifications that whoever done the modifications to the um, Atari machine did, is that uh, it, it's it's unfocused. It, 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 without it's not oriented, so it just kind of open. Then it doesn't reset. It would only just open a portal up to time itself. Oh. Which is fine, I guess. But then you escaping it, you'll have to navigate through that. That sounds like a situation we don't want to be in. I mean, unless you uh, have two bus tickets that are going back towards your original time loop out of the time loop, then I don't have any other better ideas for you, miss. Do we? Do we have those? There are no. That was a... No, there are no... There are no bus tickets. Okay. They're leading back, leading back to, uh, leading back to your own time. You can't just get on the Trailways bus and then all of a sudden you're in May second. I don't think that's. You have to work. forgive me. This is all new to me. Okay. Yeah. So what are our options? All right. So here are the options. The options are one: get another sort of Atari receptacle, sort of doohickey thing. We plug it into the thing. You go. You plug it into the with the antenna, pouring it in the right direction. You wait into time itself, and then try to navigate yourself on home. The other is uh, live in a time loop forever, and I guess you just keep coming here, and we keep hanging out on uh, May sec on uh, May first here. Not that one. Doesn't sound great. I mean, it sounds great to hang out with you, but uh, not. No, that doesn't I am. A, I, listen, I need more people to beat at dominoes, and I can take down all you young bloods here. That would be wonderful for me. <laughs> that would be a perfect day in my, my my case. Sun shows up, more people to beat, and then it just happens, and we do it, and then it all starts over again. It sounds lovely. So we need another N sixty four. What? The cart the the console. Yeah, console the Atari crap box thing. I never uh, video games. Who would have thought? Just beeps and boops. <laughs> but we need one. Yes, okay. need one. Give me 30 seconds. Also, it still needs to be proven whether you're in fact in the time loop, because messing with all that might actually be kind of a bad idea. Did you tell, you didn't test that? None of you test that? How so, do we test that? Is there like time particles we can take from our blood or something? Again, new to this, I have no idea. <laughs> or like, like glasses and we have some kind of outline. I'm trying, I'm, I'm reaching far back into old episodes of children's TV. Des says quietly, 
you know, we would have, I feel like we would have figured that out by then. I think we just need to let it, let it reset on its own and see what happens. Maybe. Okay. I was just like, I don't feel smart enough to add anything to this conversation, to be quite honest. Uh, John Paul says, I also don't feel like I'm smart enough to add this conversation. Oh, no, I don't want to be on John Paul's level. Val, we're the same. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) So we have to wait until the end of this day in order to try it? No, you can try it. It would just might be a little, it might be dangerous. I think it's up to you whether or not you want to try it to see if you are still, in fact, stuck in the time loop. Yeah, is this a better safe than sorry situation? And it's also deciding about if you are mentally and prepared to wait into time itself. I mean, there's no harm in just waiting another day, right? Like, it just resets, so... Listen, if... It's more like if you all want a chance that, I don't know, you have a perfectly wonderful... I'm incredibly jealous that you have a perfectly wonderful idea to, uh... You know, explore and run the time loops in your own way. If I could, I would get all my favorite, uh... Pastries and donuts before they... When they first come, because I know exactly when they're gonna come, gonna come out. But, uh, you do have an opportunity, so... But if you would like to just wait into time itself right now, we can just go. It's, I really messed but, up this time loop. I can't believe I didn't do that. <laughs> Uh, I have a question for you, Jide. Um, yeah. If we wade into time itself, are we, like, restarting again on May 1st and then everything else is fine? Or it's like we just wind up here and, like, none of the time loop stuff happened? Ooh. Or all of this time loop stuff happened? I'm, I just want to know what people are going to remember and what they're not going to remember. <laughs> interesting, interesting. Do you just want your heroic bridge thing to work no i've i've already lost the heroic bridge (laughs) i want to know if i can like call people and ask them questions and they won't remember it past this day you know interesting i think uh if you are navigating through time itself i think we'll drop you off on the other side of the time loop so probably won't be may first situation things happen yeah and people remember yeah Okay. So, up to you. Whatever you all want to do. I'm just the guy with putting the parts together and who knows all the science that I'm telling you. I will say, none of us have screwed up anything royally today, so it might be good to try. Yeah, but we also, like, I don't know. I'm trying to think, like, if there's any, like, last-minute time loop things that Val would want to do. I'm all for last time loop, and then it resets and we see where we're at, particularly because we'll all be, like, we already have a plan. Like, we know what we're going to be doing. Yeah. yeah. Doing a party like it's 1999. For the last time loop. Last time loop, last chance. John Paul says, but you're all going to help me, like, get my girlfriend back on the last time loop, right? Like, you said that you were going to do that? Yeah, yeah, totally. That is what we said we were going to do. Yes. Or or okay. we'll help you realize that, you know, happiness can lie outside of a relationship where the person seems that they don't like you. <laughs> if this is what? a day... What? <laughs> <laughs> if this is a day that gets erased, we should ask some questions, try something. But whenever we get out of the time loop and it's permanent again, yes, I will 100% help you resolve the situation, like Val said, whatever way that falls out. But, like, isn't there, like, a time frame where, like, if she gets cheated when she stops being mad, then the breakup is over forever? Mm, I'm afraid that is not how it is. Oh. There's Wait, a lot of websites. Is this your first relationship? Yeah. Yes, Val. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to be clear that he wasn't doing this a bunch of times. The, the resignment that you had would be like, obviously, never met anyone else before. 
I, I actually just want to uh, clarify something. Um, John Paul, what were you intending to do once you once you worked out what you wanted to to stick? And Jide, how do we like? How do you normally get out of a time loop? I thought you just kind of like stop pressing reset and then it it played out. Like if you don't press reset again, aren't you just kind of on the timeline? Well, that would have worked until your uh, Atari three sixty upside down got broken. That was my favorite console. <laughs> gotcha. So John Paul, you were just gonna like not press it again and just like let it ride. Yeah, dude. Okay. Well, and I would have been so rich. I would have had a sick car. Why don't we go have a? Why don't I go mediate a conversation between you and your girlfriend instead? Why don't instead I just look up uh, a stock that's going to go up really high, and I just buy that, but and I'll buy it in the in the other loop. This one's getting redone. Remember? Yeah, like I'll look it up, and then in the in the final one, then I'll know. How about you look it up on your phone while we go wherever <laughs> we go? Does that okay. work? Okay. So I think that the, the parameters here are set. If you have, and when you want to wade into uh, the bounds of time, you have an opportunity to do so. But I think if you guys want to leave a loop, however you want to do it, you can go right now. But if you feel tempted in another way and you want to mess with the time, it's also up to you in that other way. I think Milo turns to everyone and says, well, if this is our last day on Earth, I'm going to go eat as much pizza and macaroni and cheese and ice cream and things that I can. Uh, donuts. Um, I don't want any of you to see me do that, because it's not going to be pretty. <laughs> Incredible. Cool. I don't think we want to see that either, to be quite honest. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll go with this guy, and then, you know what? You can also watch me have an involved discussion with my family that I don't want to have, and then maybe it'll, you know, maybe we'll learn something from each other. Okay. Yeah, that sounds good. Wait, what? Why? (laughs) (laughs) I think as we walk out to the car and hopefully we've discussed, like, this is the shortcut. We'll just tell you tomorrow when we get here what to do, blah, blah, blah. Um, I think Des turns to his dad and says, Okay, uh, thanks for helping. Um, Do you need, like, a password or anything from us to so that you'll know you'll be able to remember it? And G-Day says, Nah, I'll figure it out. I'm smart (laughs) enough. It's fine. And Des is just like, that just, but you wouldn't have remembered anything. That doesn't make any sense. We could be time bandits. We could be we could be turning into a different thing. You're, you're, you're not even going to be... You know what? Okay. Just going to show up here another time. <laughs> All right. Goodbye. I think as we get into the car, Aggie's going to be like, Hey, hang on a second. Take out her wallet from her pocket, rifle through it. And then I'm just going to walk down to the end of the driveway, like on the sidewalk, and yell, Any of you got an N64 and want $400? It's <laughs> a good price. There's a beat, and then a second beat, and then one of the guys who was laying on the lawn to your right is just like, I do! Ah! <laughs> just runs inside. Get the power cord. And then runs back carrying an N64 that has Mario Kart 64 still plugged into it. You also see that a bunch of other guys are running after him because they were playing. <laughs> holding, and also that he was also holding like all of the wires and then also like an HDMI wire and the power cord for the TV. He's like, here, do you want to give it? I, I, I Take it. You, you, you can like buy another one with this money, right? Like that's a... I can buy, I'm gonna buy so much. It's fine. Okay, here's four hundred dollars. Thank you. And then I, I just need uh, that one. And I take the N64 cord. And then he, he turns to his friend and like, woo! <laughs> and then they all run inside. What color is this N64? What finish? 
Um, this is just the regular gray one. Oh, okay. On the way back to the car, Milo texts his dad and says, Hey, Dad, do anything tonight? Yeah, I have plans with my favorite son in the entire world. Oh. <laughs> yeah, come over and we'll, I'll make some cocktails and we'll, uh, we'll hang out. Yeah, I think that let's do the thingies. Um, who wants to go first? Can we roll for it to see who goes first? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I got a nat one, guys, so uh, good suggestion, Julia. I got a five. Eighteen. <laughs> you want to go first? Yeah, I'll go first. Cool. What do you want to do? I want to bring John Paul back to my house and put Sushi the cat on top of him um, and make some, <laughs> get some like lemonade out of my, or Arnold Palmer's out of my fridge and then say, okay, so do you want me to talk to my entire family about setting boundaries for the first time in my life? Or do you want to give your ex a call and um, talk some things through? Uh, well, I looked up a biotech company that the FDA approved because they said they quote unquote cured acne. So I think I'm just going to buy that instead and do that. So like, no, we can do your thing. Well, now we know that for tomorrow. So that's great. Yeah. So like we're, I'll do my, like, no, I don't want to call my girlfriend. No, it's fine. <laughs> okay. Cause like, we'll do it. We can do it after. No, we'll do your thing. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> you gave me an option of whether or not I had to do an emotional thing or you did an emotional <laughs> thing. So I'm going to say that was you. the mistake. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Nope. That's fair. I am going to send a voice text to my sibling group chat. Mm. Hey guys, so I'm uh, I'm I'm sending this now so that I'm not like conscripting anybody into talking about it, uh, and like you can like listen to it when you have time. Um, but I I feel like we have all become adults without ever getting to know each other as people, and maybe this is the most for me because I you know. Grew up making sure all of you did not die in the many ways children can die. Um, and <laughs> I I think I remember you as kids. And I, I think sometimes I, you know, I, I treat you that way. So I'm I'm just saying I'm one of the people who has to change. But I realize that I, I want you guys to know me better as a person. And I want to ask for your help. And I want to be flawed in front of you. And that's not a thing that I've felt was okay. Not because of anything you did, but just in my own thing. Um, so, uh... Mom said she might be moving back. That terrifies me. I I don't think she listens to me. And I don't feel like I can be my whole self in front of her or or any of you guys. So I'm I'm gonna try to do that. And, you know, I'm not uh not perfect. I didn't take my garbage out on the right day last week, so I drove it to downtown and put it in the dumpster behind City Hall. And I'm just honestly I'm thinking about that a lot. Um, but no, I I don't know. It's a, a thing I've been afraid of saying and a thing that I think is really important to say. Um, and I was talking to a friend recently. They make eye contact with John Paul uh, about how listening is important. And I, I just don't think I've done a good job of listening to you guys um, as, as you are. So I'm saying you're welcome to do that. I'm going to try better and harder to listen to you, to learn who you are, to hang out. And I, uh, I hope you'll do the same for me. So... Um, I'm sweating so much. I don't know where the end button is. Uh, okay. I'll talk to you guys later. Goodbye. Yeah. You don't get text back for a few minutes and then you get ping, ping as Quinn texts back. Agatha! Crying emoji, crying emoji, crying emoji. And all of your siblings text you back and say, yeah, that sounds great. Uh, let's 
find something, let's all come to Lake Town City and hang out and do some sibling stuff. And they all think it's a terrible idea for your parents to move back, but uh, they are not really sure how much they can do about it, but you should all strategize together. And um, Quinn offers to hire a big influencer mansion on Airbnb <laughs> in somewhere in Lake Town City, so not everyone has to stay at your house. Cool, that'd be really nice. No, absolutely. And I think John Paul says, cool, uh, that, that sounds really hard. Um, I'm going to go with my stocks thing, but like, that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, approach differently, that's okay. And um, listen, we'll, you know, we'll we'll get to your stuff when we come out of the, like, rawness of space and time sure yeah cool um cool i don't have any siblings so like i don't get it but yeah it was meaningful for me even if it wasn't for you and that's the thing that happens in friendships sometimes so like i think it's a good practice sushi is vibrating really hard and like is that like a bad thing (laughs) Nah, she's just super happy oh okay cool nice (laughs) (laughs) let's do val okay Oh, who rolled the nat one? You rolled the nat I one? I rolled a nat one. Oh, okay. Sorry. We have Brandon. Let's do you. Okay. So Milo gets home back to his apartment. Uh, he puts his blackout shades all over the windows. He puts his kitchen table in the middle of the living room, throws some cheap Target tablecloth he has over it, turns off all the lights, and waits for his dad. Summons Tuna, too. Tuna's like, mm, what are we doing? Edgar Allan Poe party? Yes. I'm the Mask of the Red Death. <laughs> yes, that is correct. Uh, Tuna, just like sit here and hold. Let me hold your paw, and my dad will hold your other paw. Okay. Mm, cute. <laughs> and uh, you hear a uh, knock at your door. And it's your dad. Inta. Oh, I brought the. I brought Sprite. I should have brought something <laughs> else. I. What are we doing, bud? With my newfound connection with the dead, we are doing a seance. Sit. Oh, who who are we talking to? Are we talking to your grandma? She was not. She was not that interesting. So we don't have to talk to her. That was not <laughs> my plan. But if that's your audible, then we can make them audible if you would like to. No, I don't. I I made my peace with her. It was it was beautiful. I told you about it. It's fine. Um, we are just going to poke at the plane of existence on the other side and see what happens. If that's cool. Cool. I I appreciate you being open with me about your connection with the realm of the dead. That sounds fun. Here is a glass for your Sprite. Ooh, (laughs) but it's spooky Sprite. I'm going to get some red food coloring. And he puts red food coloring in his Sprite. (laughs) So, Brandon, what do you want to do exactly? What are you you getting at? For Milo, this is a big old ruse. Uh, (laughs) Shocking. What he wants to do is he's too scared to ask his dad directly about Nate Nimitz, the pod person, and the stuff surrounding that so he's going to sort of use this as a ruse to indirectly ask about the situation maybe some feeling stuff about dr mara who knows cool do you actually want to try to talk to the spirit of the dead so player brandon assumes that milo thinks this is a ruse but what he doesn't (laughs) is that he might accidentally make a connection with the dead i have a mechanic for that actually so brandon why don't you roll a d10 for me okay and um if you roll a zero or a one let me know. I rolled a five. Okay. Right in the middle. Right in the middle. Um, your dad is holding the paw of Tuna and of your head and be like, honestly, I'm just happy to see Tuna again. It's adorable. <laughs> and scratches Tuna under the ghostly chin. Mm. And Tuna says, mm, you're much better than Milo. <laughs> 
Tuna, that's rude. Mm, I, that's why I said it. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do some montaging here. <laughs> like Miles going to yeah, deliver sure. some, some cantrips, some, you know, creating bonfire of like little flickers here and there and shaping water. So it looks like some cool stuff is happening. Yeah, all with your ghost arm, so it looks like a magician is doing it in front of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And then um, once, like, you know, he's like, a connection has been established with the dead. You would know, champ. I definitely would. Okay. (laughs) And he he takes a big drink from his uh, red sprite. (laughs) Milo starts by asking, like, the basic questions, like, do we have an audience here? And then, you know. Mm. The water swishes a certain way, you know? Sure. I want to make very clear, because you do have Speak With Dead as a power, but I like the idea that you are running a fake seance. Yes, correct. And you're just doing it. Okay, so I would love, will you make a uh, a deception check to try to see if, if your dad figures out if it is, in fact, a fake seance? This will be very easy roll, because he trusts that you're connected with the dead. Well, I hope it's real easy, because I did get a five minus one for a four. <laughs> Oh my god, it was a five. Oh, holy shit. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. So yeah, you're doing this and you're swishing it, and your dad's like, hey, bud, <laughs> if you're not connecting with the dead today, I'm sorry, fine. please no talking during the connection, the seance. <laughs> I mean, I did see like your actual you have a ghost hand and you still moved it with your actual hand. Like it's but if you we don't have to do it if you don't want to. Please silence during the seance. Okay. And then, you know, he's going to continue asking these small questions. And then eventually he's going to get around to like channeling quote unquote Nate Nimitz. And he's going to ask, Great Spirit, tell me the circumstances of your death. Nate Nimitz. I think your dad like stiffens for a second. And then he sighs and says, I guess, um, I, you talked to Cassandra. She won't let me call her Cassandra. It's, <laughs> that's fair. That's probably fair. Um, I hope you were nice about it. She feel it's, it's the worst thing that she's ever had to go through. I'm sure you were, but yeah. We, we, we live weird, we live strange lives, weird lives. I mean, I know I don't have to tell you because you have literal ghost hand, but science, government, secrets, it's, it's, it's bad. It, it's, she's, I don't know. If you want to just, you can just ask me. He, I met him. He was a nice kid. It, it's a real shame what happened to him. What? happened to him he got they were running a test on they were getting ready to test something uh uh, i think i don't know what she's told you so i don't want to speak out of school but they were testing something and he got stuck in the chamber and they ran it and they ran it and he it was an accident were you involved what's the connection between you and the agency and dr morrow here um well, I met Dr. Morrow back in 1985 when in Lake Please Town, don't say anything gross. Lake... Please don't say anything gross. Please, Dad. Oh, she told you that. Oh, she told you that, too. And your dad, like, deeply blushes. And you can <laughs> see it even without the light. And he's like, no, that's not what I was going to say. Um, we met a while ago. The, the office 
was involved in getting Lake Town City on its feet, and that's when I met her. And I've known her for a long time, and she told me about what happened. Um, so I, that's why I knew she told me about it. She said that you were involved somehow, and uh, I had a sneaking suspicion that uh, maybe you or the office had some... Uh, some hand in making sure that she's been mayor for the past 400 years? I mean... The reality is, I'm now a vigilante. I got friends that are vigilantes. Yeah. I don't want to ever have to fight you or the agency for something you're doing wrong. Can sure. you convince me that you're not doing anything wrong? Dr. Morrow was already going to win. Everyone loved her. I didn't make that decision. Someone above me made that decision. I know that's not a good ant's reason, but if you asking me to, to make me not compliant, or if you're asking me not to be at fault, I didn't, I it wasn't like, put my girlfriend in charge. Like, that's not, <laughs> I didn't do that. I was there. I was responsible for keeping the notes. I was the agent assigned, but I didn't do it. And there's nothing, there's nothing to worry about. Okay. Do you want to see if we can channel E.T.? Ooh, can you channel my great-great-uncle? He didn't believe in banks, so he actually buried all of his money in gold, and I want to know where to dig. <laughs> yeah, just, uh, hold my paw. Milo, your hands are sweaty. Gross. <laughs> Let's do Val. What's Val up to? Val's gonna go visit their mom. Your mom is in the middle of literally taking manicotti out of the oven. Oh my god, perfect timing. <laughs> How did you know? I just sense these things, I don't know. That's true, right in your blood. Mm. I think Val pulls up a chair at the kitchen table, like the last time they talked. Mm. And was like, so I had a conversation with dad the other day. Mm. And she spits on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> That and was dramatic. Like, I thought we were having fun. I no, I know. I'm sorry. I, I this is just a conversation that I need to have today because I don't know what tomorrow is going to look like. So mm. I have that on a pillow somewhere. <laughs> I'm sure you do. I mm. remember when he used to embroider. Mm. So Dad said something, and it, it got me thinking about the situation with Aunt Min and no. you and the thing that's in your crisper drawer. I, you know what? I actually, I threw it out. I know some of my friends living in Lake T in Little Italy, they said that some fire, the five foot something with fire powers and big gauntlets said, uh, throw out your guns and they all threw out their guns. So I did too. I thought it was a good idea. That's great, Ma. She looks at you meaningfully. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I didn't know they made superheroes that tall, but I guess I've never seen Superman in real life, so. <laughs> who, who has to be honest who, who has uh that that's a conversation for another time i need to have this one with you right now hold on mm -hmm. um <laughs> dad said you never do anything that you don't want to do mm -hmm. and nothing happens to you that you don't want it to happen mm -hmm. he found that out the hard way absolutely mm -hmm. <laughs> and to be quite honest ma i don't I don't see a situation where you would have allowed yourself to be put in a place to be threatened by Ant-Min. 
Okay. What does that mean? I'm kind of curious if you knew what Aunt Min was up to. In terms of what she's doing in Lake Town City and what she was doing before. Are you asking about a specific thing? I will say I knew. My sister-in-law, of course I knew what she was up to. You see the glint in your eye when you say, I'm going to go to some ashram. It's like, we are doing this for another reason. I don't know what it is, but I don't like it. So, uh, what do you... You mean, did she, was she here? Was she around? I know she was, because you told me that you and her had a conversation about me and my friends. Okay. Fine. Ten minutes before you showed up, a few months ago, I saw a bunch of guys walking around outside, and they looked familiar. The type, you know, black shirt, slick back hair, gold chain crucifix, another gold chain crucifix. <laughs> and I thought, oh, okay. Gotta see what's in my crisper drawer. And I showed him my lettuces and tomatoes. <laughs> and uh, I got a phone call from your Aunt Min. And we talked. And uh, nothing to worry about. So you worked it out. What did working it out look like? I told her not to come around here because then she'll have even less men than when uh, she would have decided to come around in the first place. I'm going to ask a real personal question, Ma. Did you kill those men? They got taken away okay. by their people and they just had like ice feet. By you who shoot them in exactly? The, you shoot them in the extremities, they have more <laughs> of a chance. Sorry, who did they get taken away by though? Oh, the other other guys, they took them away. Take, okay. You know, you can't go to a hospital because you don't want to be, so they probably went to some veterinarian that chipped their feet out. <laughs> okay, so here's here's one of the final questions I have for you, Ma. Mm-hmm. You didn't get the gun from Aunt Min. No. No. So you got it from the People's River. It's a yes or no question, Ma. Yes. Yes, I did. How long have you been... Working with, I guess, the You're not working. River? They're the one that I don't want to have a thing with bullets in. I want to just have enough for them to get get shoot away. They have ice guns. I'm going to take the ice gun. Okay, it's how exactly did you get connected with the People's River then? They're selling. They're around. I knew a person who knew a person who took me in. They're always around selling it to people. They, they're doing... Uh, they said that they're raising money to have the ultimate fusion of uh, technology and nature together. They're shillard on cash. Uh, thing, it all kind of worked out. Sold it in the back of their Cadillac. I don't know. It wasn't an actual do, Cadillac, but it would have been cool if it was Cadillac. Do I need to know any other criminal enterprises that you're currently involved with? Oh, do, what do you mean I'm currently involved with? It's a little Italy. Criminal uh, enterprises are behind every other thing. There's what do you other think, what do you think the docks? You think the docks was just always a lo mountain lobster habitat? No. <laughs> no, I understand that, Ma, but I thought the whole point of you, you know, separating yourself from Dad was that you didn't have to get involved with this shit anymore. I did what? I... The People's River is not the mob. I'm not getting involved. I'm just getting protection in the way that I wanted. 
So is there anything else besides the gun that is offering you protection? If only Volcani would come around every once in a while okay, and punch people know, for we me. We know, you and I if know only, what the situation is. If only they is. would come around, they're too busy defending all of Little Italy. They can't defend some oh, some, some mother who's living yes, out in Mom, Lake Yes, Mom, I am a superhero. Did you need to hear those words out of you my did? mouth? You did? You didn't tell me? What, what you think you're going to air out my Christmas drawer and you're not even going to tell me <laughs> you're running around with gauntlets and sunglasses? Mom. I know things. Your mother knows things. I know you do. Apparently, Absolutely. more than I thought you did. I, you should have thought. That I you're know. buying weapons from the People's River and making deals with Aunt Min, who's I'm not running the mob. Deals. I'm just protecting you and me. That's what it always been. That's what I always did. Mm, and now okay. you can protect yourself, so I don't need to. I'm sorry I stepped on your fire gauntlets. You didn't step <laughs> on my fire gauntlets, Mom. I'm just worried. That you're gonna get into a situation that I can't pull you out of. Ah, uh, well, Volcani can do anything. That's what I heard. All the all the, the known as what in Little Italy are like, oh, Volcani is such a nice little person to save everything. I don't know Beat if you're bragging people. about me or if you're being passive aggressive. No, what? I'm bragging. It's a little bit of both. This is what happened. Okay, fine. Well, yeah. eat. It's getting cold. Yeah, I was gonna say the manicot's gonna get cold if I keep yelling at you. Yes. And hey, don't yell at your mother, or maybe I'll get you. Pew, pew. <laughs> okay, I think that you guys go to bed that night. Aggie, you have a dream of a massive alarm clock that is just ticking down, ticking down, ticking down, and it reaches midnight, and it goes, ding, 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 and then you hear, crash, as uh, raccoons get into your garbage <laughs> once again at midnight on May 1st. Yeah, I, I check my phone and then shake my head and then try to sleep again until uh, 7. Yeah. You guys all wake up. You meet up at 9 a.m. in front of G-Day's house. I think it's like 9 and then 9.01. And then you see an Uber or, sorry, a Morrow car pull up. And John Paul not wearing a duster. He's wearing just a red and white striped shirt Whoa. and some jeans and boots. He says... I bought all this stuff in an Army Navy store. So, this is a I better look for you to it. be. It looks honest. great. I was stunned. I don't don't I don't want to talk about me. Let's just <laughs> go inside. Okay. Oh, that reminds me. And then I'm going to go over to the frat boy on the lawn and and shake his shoulder and say, "Hey, I have 200 bucks for you if you can bring me the N64." Wow, cut the payment by 50%. He flops like a fish and gets to his feet and then runs out and gives you the N64 like last time with like tons of wires uh, attached to it. Gina opens up the door and looks at you as you, I'm sure you explain everything to him. Time loop. Time loop. And he's like, ah, time loop. Nice. Uh, Does Des join us? No, doesn't join you. Because he doesn't know. We did tell him we wouldn't make him go through this again. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, I was just... No, Des doesn't know. No, you don't do that. Uh, He rolls down the CRTV into his living room, pushing, like, papers and stuff and and tech and, like, metal out of the way. He has to turn off a soldering iron because he forgot to turn it off before. He plugs in the N64, puts Time Crisis in. Uh, You see, like, the... Like the, the sound of the electronics turning on and the CRTV warming up. And you see that it, it then opens in golden light. And G-Day says, listen, the only thing that you need to know is that I don't know how human minds process the actual essence of time. So whatever you find in there, don't be surprised. And do we have any guidance on how we're going to get back? 
there should be a way for you to get out there. I guess we just follow the North Star. Yeah. That sounds good. All right. You'll find your way. The, the, the whirlpool, of, I've heard that time is described as a whirlpool, and it flows in one direction, and you'll find yourself pulled in that direction. And you should, as anomalies out in the actual essence of time, you'll find yourself pulled back to where you're supposed to be. All right, well, what do we do? Go on and, oh, wait, which of you is taking the controller? Dibs! <laughs> Gives it to Milo. <laughs> uh, Milo, I respect I'm you I'm really a good at time crisis. Listen to me. Yeah, you take the controller, and G-Day kind of like offers you in. Like, go on in. Milo steps in. To the TV? <laughs> Yep, yeah, through the TV. You gotta, like, high step in there. <laughs> Do you all head in? Yeah, we all head in. I push John Paul in front of me to make sure he <laughs> follows. I was gonna go. Stop. Just making sure. As you all step through the TV, you immediately feel the rush of wind on your face. And then there is a spray of salt splashing you. But then it's sweet... And then it's like the memory of candy that you maybe had when you were eight. And then it's the, it tastes like a trip to Disney World you went to when you were 13. And then when you were 19. And then in the future when you were 30. And it's just, it's this thing, it's constantly changing. And you look around and you find yourself on the deck of a pirate ship. That is bobbing and swirling through deep, wine dark ocean. And I want to say, this is the platonic ideal of pirate ship. It is like dark wood, portholes, big white sails in that like perfect arc that perfect pirate ships do. There's the skull and crossbones flag flapping in the air. But instead of an actual crossbone, it actually has like, it has like an Anubis face on it. And as you look down into the water, it is like this nearly purple, kind of dark, but it's swirling with gold and silver strands. Like you're blending like glittery paint and it's just like constantly moving. And as you look up, you expect like, oh, the only thing that should be here is uh, the sky and the, and the sun as I'm out on the sea. But instead you look up and it's just not the sky. It is like this infinite painter's canvas where someone or something or the power of the universe is just throwing new colors in quick rhythm. It is just going through the color palette. It is touching like all of red and then all of orange and yellow and green and blue and purple and black and then back to red and it's following this internal rhythm that it has. And Milo, you are holding the controller as it's embedded in this sort of like stand where the captain's wheel should be, <laughs> but you're just holding like a red N64 controller. Hell yes. And you are steering this ship straight on till morning or hopefully the proper time. 